friends, guests, and adventurers of all ages. Tonight's show is for the brave, the fearless, and the dangerously curious. Witness feats of strength, daring acrobatics, and mystifying magic. Get ready to have the most astounding night of your life. Welcome to the Circus of Wayward Wonders. Welcome to Roll for Combat, Three Ring Adventure. Hey everyone, welcome to Roll for Combat 3 Ring Adventure. I'm your GM host, Steven Glicker, and in this week's episode, they have a slumber party in the tower. It's so much fun, and they start to explore level number two. Dun, dun, dun! So I am doing something I've actually never done before. I am splitting my intro between two podcasts. I'm talking about how to build and structure an adventure path for yourselves. Now, if you noticed, obviously, I'm running two adventure paths at the same time. I'm always running one. I'm always running one adventure path, period. Once in a while I run two, but it's very rare. And this is the first time I'm actually running two that are both on book number one around the same time. And they're very different adventure paths. You have Agents of Edgewatch, which I talk about how that is set up and how you set up sort of an action-adventure-adventure path. Action-adventure-adventure path? That's exactly what I just said. On that channel, if you want to hear Episode 7's intro, I explain how to set that up so that you can keep the story moving forward. And it's 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 got role-playing, but not nearly as much role-playing as this one. In fact, that one is kind of the Arnold Schwarzenegger, Stallone adventure path, if you will. That's the one where they are just kicking indoors, taking names... Fighting, 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 and yeah, there, there's role-playing, but the role-playing is within the context of the fighting, to be honest. And this adventure path is really heavy role-playing, but this adventure path is done around the theme of a family. And that is not a mistake, because I talk about in the other podcast, you know, why I set it up this way. Now I'm going to talk to you about why I set it up this way. Now... If you ever take a writing course for television writing, there's one thing you will note is that all of the most popular television shows, for whatever reason, only succeed if there is a family unit. Now, that is true of about 95% of all television shows. I know you're going to say, I can name this one and this one and this one and this one where they weren't families. Yes and no. So first of all, think about it. Think about all these television shows that have been around. And all the most popular ones are always about families. You got Family Guy. You got The Simpsons. You got, well, I can just go on forever. There's, I'm just doing those off the top of my head. But there's so many. And in fact, if it's not around a family itself, then it's about a family structure. What I mean by that is that the people act like family. For example, you have Cheers or Seinfeld, where, yes, those people were not related to each other, but they formed a family unit. They were constantly with each other, and they had a family structure and dynamic to each other, where one person's like the little sister, one person's the big brother, one person's the father figure, and so forth. So there is a family dynamic and structure to it. 
Brooklyn Nine-Nine is another perfect example where that is, well, they're a family. And they even talk about that. So anyhow, if you look at all of these successful shows, the most popular shows are literally families. They actually are families. The second aspect of that would be family-like structure, where if they're not directly related to each other, there is a family structure within the organization, within these characters that can be related to. Why has that happened? There's a million reasons. I don't have enough time to get into it. But basically, it comes down to relatability. That anything that you see with a family structure, you can relate to very quickly. Having a family structure in place gives you, as a writer, a lot of shortcuts. You don't have to explain backgrounds or dynamic relationships or tensions between people. It's all assumed because everyone has a family, everyone knows how that works, and even if you can't relate directly, like for example, if someone has say a drug problem or an alcoholic, you can understand what it might be like. And that shortcutting really helps a lot in the storytelling aspect, it allows you to really just get right into emotions and deeper issues without having to go into tremendous backstory and explaining everything to everyone. So with that in mind, Three Ring Adventure is built around a family structure. You have the outer family structure, which is the circus itself, and then you have the inner family structure, which is the main characters, who are either related directly, like Darius and Alhara, or indirectly, like Hap, who's the adopted little sister, as well as now Ataran, who is sort of the relationship partner of Alhara. So there you go. You have a family structure. And that family structure is within the larger family structure of the circus, which is getting together, working together, traveling together, living together, and so forth. And that really allows us to do role-playing and storytelling in a much more deep manner as well as a quicker manner because you can just assume relationships. When Alhara and Darius are ragging on each other, you're like, oh, that's a brother-sister thing. And everyone gets that right away. You don't have to think about, oh, man, they're being really mean to each other. Why are they doing that? You just say brother-sister. You're like, oh, there you go. That's it. And it really helps. So think about that a lot, because there's a lot of that in this episode. And think about that even in the past episodes of how I've structured this. None of this is a mistake. For those of you who are GMs who want to build your games, I suggest you do that. You look to, I personally, I look to television quite a bit. More than movies, because movies can get away with a lot more because movies are only an hour and a half, two hours long. If you're doing an adventure path, you really are looking at a television format where you have to stretch something over hundreds, if not thousands of hours, much like a TV show has to spread something over five, ten seasons. You know, they really got to keep it going. So you got to keep that story moving. You got to keep the tension up. You got to keep the drama up because story without drama and tension, well, there's no story there. That is what story is. Story is literally conflict. So you need conflicts in there. And having a family unit automatically adds conflict just by being a family. Now, where's the conflict? Because you notice everyone's kind of getting along. You know, you have a little bit here and there with Hap. You have a little bit here and there with Atron starting to fit in. Well, it's going to be developed. There will be conflict, and this is going to happen over time, where there will be decisions that do have to be made that might go against what other parties want. And 
I tell you, once you get them really invested in their characters and really invested into each other, it can really hurt. And I mean not just for the characters, but for the players. In fact, and I'm not ragging on Vanessa in any way, shape, or form, but she has really taken some decisions that Otteron has made personally. She really gets angry with them. And think about that. We are just talking. We're just telling a story and we have characters, but yet it's really affecting deep emotions. And that is when you know that you are really doing a good job as a GM, as well as the players. It's not just me. I'm just sort of helping direct everything. I'm literally the director, but it's their characters. They're the ones invested. They're the ones coming up with the emotional bonds between each other and talking to each other in character and making those connections. I'm just helping to steer the ship and coming up with the conflicts to, well, break them up in the long run. But we'll talk about that much more down the road. But you get the idea. So for those of you looking for some advice, I would strongly recommend you go to YouTube, watch a lot of writing courses. I do a lot of script writing courses, as well as a lot of television writing courses. I find that is really helpful. And you find out just a ton of useful items that you can bring into your game. I know it sounds weird, but they are invaluable. I just, I do it all the time. I really, I sit there and watch script development, character development videos all the time, and I find I'm using them in my game sessions constantly. So give that a try if you want to add drama and longevity to your games. So let's get to show notes. I do not have a lot in show notes, as I said, before, RPG Superstar is coming along nicely. We are editing the monsters. I have Patrick Rennie from Paizo. He is the main editor, and he is editing every single monster. He is a monster maverick. He loves monsters. He works for Paizo. He is great, and he is doing all the monsters, editing them, helping out with the artwork. So he's doing that. I'm getting the artwork created, and we are moving forward. So it is slowly marching forward every day. Another monster, too, is completed getting artwork coming in shortly, and then we start putting together the book. And before you know it, it'll be done. It'll be really, really easy. I tell you, it's not going to be easy. I, I, I know it's not going to be easy, but we are moving forward. Also, do check out the Patreon. Just go to patreon.rollforcombat.com. Not only can you watch the show at 10 bucks or listen to it early at 5 bucks, but I think we're going to start playing games because why not? I know by far one of the most popular games online right now is Among Us. And I love playing Werewolf. I play Werewolf all the time at Gen Con. It's a lot of fun. And I thought, hey, you know what? Why don't we play Among Us with the patrons? So if you want to play with us, play with me, some of the other people. I'm sure I can get Jason on, no problem. I'm sure I can get John on. I'm sure Lauren would join us. She loves, loves playing games. Hell, I might even be able to get some other people from other podcasts to join us. So be on the lookout for that. I'm going to set up some games in the near future. So check that out. Again, only open to patrons. For as little as two bucks, you can hang out and play games with us. And finally, do make sure you check out Jason's column. He's still writing the sideshow where he recaps every episode every week. And I think he's doing an amazing job. And I think everyone will find out a lot and enjoy it. But with that... Let's get to this week's exciting adventure. Mm -hmm. 
last we left off, you managed to quite easily kill some dinosaurs and some smelly Zulgaths. And now you found a secret hidden area where you can rest, relax, have a little bit of a dinosaur BBQ, maybe have a side of gelatinous cube. And for good measure, I know there's a whole bunch of vampire bats and I've been hearing them's good eating. What are you <laughs> going to do? I feel like gelatinous cube is one of the main ingredients to old Woody. Lauren Sig is playing Hap, the Starlight Sparrow, a human fire elementalist sorcerer. Wow! You Whoa. get a hero point for that. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> that is impressive. Hap now has two hero points for bringing up a naturally occurring segue to Old Woody. Wow. Vanessa Hoskins is playing Alhara Veris, the amazingly agile Alhara, a half-elf gymnast swashbuckler. Yes, in fact, you might be right. In fact, that might be one of the key ingredients. I love Woody. it. It's just funny because on our other new podcast, the Edgewood podcast, because it takes place during the Radiant Festival, they were going to bars looking for Old Woody. <laughs> That's and, great. And nice. they were found Old Woody, Old Woody Light, Old Woody Ice, Old Woody <laughs> Lager, Old Woody Summer Ale. We were finding Ooh. every version of Old Woody you can imagine on that podcast. Anyhow, so uh, I don't even know what time of day it is. So we'll just say it's something and you are mostly spent and you're in this room what are you doing if i recall it took like half a day to get here and then we probably adventured for i don't know a couple hours so it's probably like after an eight hour rest and stuff it's probably super early in the morning what do you think well did we already do the rest or are we doing the rest oh you definitely did not do the rest oh. yet because something's gonna happen oh well then in that case it's probably late afternoon well, there's a couple things. First, you have some healing, but I imagine you can just hand wave that and just heal up. Yeah, I can yeah. heal everybody every 10 minutes. Rob Tremarco is playing Darius Varus, Darius's Daring Destructions, a half-elf monk of the mountain style. Yeah, so that's fine. Or, you know, um, cut them open for 1d8. Yeah, that, that too. That's coming. I'm, I'm learning. I'm learning. Rob Pontius is playing Otteron, Uncanny Otteron's cauldron of curious concoctions, a human witch of curses. I'm getting that feet. So while you're resting, another weird thing happens. Oh boy. Oh boy. It starts getting kind of hot. Like, really hot. Like, severe heat hot. It's so hot in here that you can start taking damage. Why? Because it's just, it's like, it's like 120, 130 degrees. It's like Holy severe God. heat. What? Can yeah. we like crack the secret door or something and see Holy if it's cool? Crap. Yeah, I'll crack the secret door and see if it's open. I'm you cool outside. crack it open and it's hot outside. It's hot inside. It's everywhere. It's dry heat, but it's everywhere. The whole place it's just exhaustingly hot. Is it just me, or is this the first time we've actually found somewhere that's comfortable? <laughs> well, everyone except Hap, after an hour of this, takes six points of damage. Ah. 
Whoa. Because it's just so hot and it's just exhausting you that you you just you're just dehydrating, you're getting headaches, and it's just it's getting hotter and hotter in here. Like uncomfortably hot. Do you have any water spells? Anybody? I do not. Water's kind of anathema to me, sorry. I am afraid of what is happening in this tower there. Environmental control is off. It uh, first was mist, and then the tower shook, and now heat. Oh, you think the mist was part of whatever's happening? It, I think so. I think there is magic in here maybe that kept it preserved and cool, and it is off, or it has connections to other planes, and maybe they are seeping in. But um, I am concerned about sleeping in here. Something bad could happen suddenly. Well, we could go back just... outside. We could sleep outside of the tower. Less safe out there. This room seems pretty secure, but yeah, I, I suppose. Well, before it only lasted a few moments, right? Mm. It's already been an hour. That's true. Maybe, maybe those Zolgoths have some water we could take from their cold, dead mm. hands. At least it is not also very sunny. Sunny and heat. I do not do well with. I am not used to it. It made uh, being on ships difficult. I don't know if I would drink or eat anything from in here that the Zulgaths have prepared. Mm. I think we should Fresh go outside. isn't exactly their thing. I think we should get you all out of this heat. You all don't look so good. We could just go to the landing and see how it is until it dies down. That's probably mm. for the best. Yes, that is fine. I feel woozy. Okay, let's um, get to the entrance. Uh-huh. Oh, look, there's all the Zolgoths we threw overboard. <laughs> yeah, you, you walk through the hallways. It's still pretty quiet. Um, the dirt's still on the floor, so it looks like there's no new cubes floating around. The dead corpses are still by the roaring fire in the front. And the dead corpses of the Zolgaths are still thrown overboard. As soon as you get outside, it's much cooler. But everywhere in the tower, including the staircase, which you had to very carefully climb up, I believe it's up, hmm. uh, was really hot. Atron, um kind of rests against the corner of the building up on the uh, kind of platform porch kind of thing. Um, the items I was reviewing, we should uh, see who should hold them, including the uh, poison I mentioned and that uh, healing potion. I imagine you, Ahara, or maybe Darius should hold the potion. Sure. And Atron will hold it out between the two of you. You can have it. What does it do again? The healing potion. Oh, it's a healing potion. Okay. Yes. You have wounds and then they heal up. I don't understand. You don't hurt somebody first, then? Mm, no. <laughs> um, but the the poison, that is... Don't I mix do not know up. if any of us want to use that. I don't. I don't even want to touch it. Yeah, maybe we can sell it to an apothecary or something. Mm, I will hold on to it for now. What about the fear gem? That honestly sounded cool. I think we could get good use out of it. Hmm. Someone striking with the weapon should 
That's not me, and probably not the uh, hop. The rune will have to stand the armor till I can move it. Unless one of you suddenly wants to wear full plate. Ha! Uh, mm. No thanks, too heavy. If only. I assumed. Um, okay, well, Darius, do you want to work this, uh, this fear gem into your hand wraps? Um, if they can be modified with it. I've already got the, you know, magical rune of striking. Well, I think you just to fix it. Oh, is it, is it a talisman? It's a talisman, right? Yeah. Oh, I don't need a craft. You don't need a craft roll for that? Nope. Okay. Yeah, it's just a talisman. Single use. Then I will uh, attach it to my wraps. Yeah. So at some point when you want to make something real scared to stack up those bonuses, use that. Especially if Atron's already used their evil eye and uh, was unable to affect them. You give them the dread hook. But dread give them the lazy hook. eye. What is the uh, official name of this item? I think it's just Fear Gem, right? Uh, where's my adventure history? Yeah, Atron just refers to it as a, a Fear Gem. Okay. Uh, and remember, it acts as Intimidating Strike. So you can look up Fear Gem and Intimidating Strike to better understand. Uh, runes waiting. The Healing Potion with Darius. We're not doing anything with the oil. No one can use the snare kit, so that doesn't need to. Uh, yeah, that's. And Alhara already has the Bloodseeker beak, so. Cool. Uh, I used that actually. I used nice. it on that creature in the pit. I'll mark it as used then. Yep. So what's the final verdict? Darius has the healing potion and the fear gem. Poison's not getting really used, so it's stowed away, and the armor is just keeping the rune for now as normal. But we'll we'll scratch it off later. Yeah, when we get a chance for some downtime, we'll move it to someone's armor. Okay. So is Hap hanging out inside the um, the I'm temple? Sit- yeah, I'm sitting at the top of the stairs. I call it. I keep calling different things: temple, tower, pyramid. It's it's technically a tower. It's a tower. I keep calling it different things. So after two hours, it definitely starts to feel much cooler to Hap. And it seems to be calming down and well, going back to a normal. That's actually a good question. Was Hap even affected by this? To her, she actually was slightly. But to her, it was just like, to you, it was exhausting heat that damaged you. To her, it was like sitting in a relaxing sauna. It felt really nice. And unfortunately, it's starting to get chilly in here again, so I guess it's safe for you all. Can I recall what the rough time difference was, at least, between the earthquake and the heat? A couple of hours. There's no reason, rhyme or reason for any of it. All right. How about between the mist and the earthquake? Less time, same time, more time? Um, Approximately the same thing, a few hours. Hmm. So Atron would say as they start to head back inside, it seems every two, three hours something has happened, so we can expect more while we are sleeping. Maybe we should huh. rest out here. I do think Alhara has a point. It has better security to be hidden within, but obviously there are other implications. Resting in mist would not bother us, and if we are already laying down, then the earthquake might just shock us awake, but... Mm. Some part of me is interested in experiencing these other things so we know what they are. Yeah. 
My vote would be to stay inside. Yeah, if it's cooling down, then it seems safe enough to stay in there. Hopefully it doesn't heat back up again or get freezing or something. Mm, or terrifying electrical strikes or poisonous oh. mists. Why do you keep... Oh. It, it was just mist. Mist is fine. I can deal with some mist. We don't know what else this tower is capable of, though. Hatron will slowly go down the ramp to head back towards the room. Yep. Yeah, let's let's go back. All right, we head back to the room. Okay. You go back to the room, and it's back to where you last left off. So that was weird. But yeah, I mean, otherwise, yeah, I mean, there's seems to be no rhyme or reason between these various random acts of weather-related items. Just random. Bad day for the air conditioning to be on the fritz. Pretty much. Um, Darius or Ahara, can you help me with... I think I am overheated? Well, maybe if we get some of these clothes off you. Mm, yes, maybe that's... I mean... Cold compress? Sure. They can do some medicine. Mint, some mint. A little mint on your... Yeah, I mean, we can hand wave it. I mean, it's just regular damage. Yes, thank you. You just spend some time. Yeah, I mean, we can always do the hand waving. I mean, it just comes over, breaks Otteron's neck. You feel better? I'm just going to give you a sprained ankle. Do you feel... Does the heat bother you now? Nope. I'm really focused on the ankle now. (laughs) It's way funnier to see you failing rolls. Um, (laughs) But to the point now that... You know, we're outside combat. It's really, you know, at this point, the only time you need, really need to worry about it is, A, if you're in combat, or B, if you're really worried about timing for something, you know, then then they need to worry about it. But otherwise, and more, I, I don't want to completely hand wave it, but it's kind of to the point that even when you fail, I mean, you only do, what, 1d8 damage? I mean, it's not like you're going to kill anyone right. with that, unless, you know, Unless you on can. the battlefield and they're already down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then it's like something else. So, just to speed up things going forward. So, Hap's going to cook dinner for you all. Mm. While you guys are treating wounds and stuff, I'll cook dinner. Mm, hot beef okay. jerky. So, if there's anything you want to do tonight, let me know. Otherwise, you should be able to go through the evening without much happening. Yeah, Atron keeps the ever-burning torch out, um, but maybe throws like a scarf or something over it once people are actually trying to sleep. Sounds good. Ahara um, sets her sleeping bag up near theirs. Atron doesn't say anything. Okay, <laughs> you should also heal up all your wounds and reset any of your spells. I'll just cast a light because that'll just stay on for us. Yeah, and then also... But I like total darkness when I sleep. The ever-burning torch will, too, so we're good. Yeah, but that's two lights, which is even better. It's ever-burning. We can have the whole room lit up. When you're sleeping? Well, I'm afraid of the dark, so... I'm not. Put a little tiny light on. Make it in the shape of a bird. Darius sleeps in his underwear, so let's have less light. Or more light. Maybe just a spotlight. (laughs) Two spotlights, one on each butt cheek. (laughs) Uh, I don't have anything to go over. I guess Atron just spends some time eating, relaxing. Generally seems to kind of stare off at the... Um, relief, you know, on the wall and thinking about the tower in general and what they've seen so far and chatting with Chilagosh a bit, 
making sure Chila Ghosh is calm after the uh, cubed face attack. <laughs> Alright, good night, everyone. Good night, Hap. Hi. Sweet dreams. So you all go to sleep. Except Darius. Yeah. Mm. Oh, oh. He feels the pulsating. The pulsating on his wrist. As he sleeps, it's he can feel it through his dreams. He can feel a heartbeat. Thump, thump. Thump, thump. Thump, thump. And it's getting stronger and stronger. He doesn't see anything. But he knows it's there. Waiting to be called. And he feels as if maybe a new power was unlocked. Maybe it's increased. Who knows? Gonna have to try it to find out. Okay. In the morning, all of you wake up to a peal of thunder echoing through the tower, and you all bolt out of bed. Like, huh, huh, huh? And so it sounds like there's a thunderstorm inside the tower. What do you do? Atheron, like, <laughs> sits up abruptly, but they just kind of shake their head. I knew it. You knew what? We should watch out for lightning if there is a storm. Or Well, you just hear, you just hear thunder. Atron's like looking around, just waiting to see what would happen. And it's like echoing back and forth in this room because it's like such a small confined room. So it's all it's all confusing. It's like if someone threw cold water on you while you were sleeping. So you're all just like, huh? So what spells did Atron select? Uh, I decided not to change anything. So, False Life, Spiritual Weapon, Blistering Invective, Phantom Pain, Soothe, Spirit Link, and then the same cantrips, Daze, Light, Projectile, Ghost Sound, Chill Touch, Read Aura. No changes. I thought about it, but nope. Okay. And what else? What else are you guys doing? You putting on your lights, and Darius, I put a little red icon on yep. your... Don't worry, just don't worry about that. Don't remind, just mm -hmm. in case you ever want to remember that you have some glowing tattoo Get on that your glow. Wrist. If you if you ever feel like it, I'm just putting it there because you, you might you might forget. Let's see how it, you know. Let's see how the cookie crumbles. Mm -hmm. Atron will gesture to the heavens and start drawing down a strange coruscating black and violet energy as they chant Hamishalat, Hamishalat, and they cast false life. Hap goes into the corner and kind of with her back to the party into the corner, just kind of builds a cycles through a few just beautiful displays of pyromancy and just says, you know, a soft prayer and then returns to the group and has breakfast. Darius comes back into the room with a newspaper under his arm, having just peed over the side where the bath oh were. Jesus. Alhara. <laughs> You gotta do it somewhere. Ohara takes some time to uh, carefully climb down into the, the pits to the south, uh, where we fought that big spider thing, grabs a nice big rock, and carries it like under one arm back up to the top with her, and drags it all the way back into this room so that she can do her, her morning exercises. All right. Hopefully it wasn't recently peed on. No, 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 this was, this was from this. <laughs> hopefully not. Were you peeing off the side of the tower or down into the big pit? Into the big pit where the, oh, where the bats were. 
no, no, I avoided, I avoided that one carefully. This one, yeah, there's two areas. Yeah. Some other rocks, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So as you were walking around and doing your stuff, uh, you hear coming from the northwest where the Diokinesis. Is that how you pronounce it? Whatever. Uh, Dionychus, uh, I think. Dionychus dinosaurs are kind of moaning and making some sounds. Oh, they might be giving birth to the little eggs. Oh. Or they're dying of heat stroke. We should probably go check on them. Let's go check. They live here, sure. I am ready if you are. All right, let's go. I mean, I don't know. They don't live in this horrible environment. So they're near the the pen or the stones and they look like they're looking for food they're like eating scraps on the ground oh geez uh alhara will grab like, a handful of hay and and carefully bring it over to them see if they want to eat that stuff mm, they seem kind of a little aggressive towards you but they don't seem to want to eat hay they want meat right oh there's some cows down here i'll get a cow uh yeah you do that yeah there's, there's actually like two beef carcasses yeah there's two huge carcasses right, i grab one carcass i drag it up to the uh the pen okay and then i flop it over the side mm, they seem uh seem happy and go over and start eating the carcass that was a nice thing you did darius i mean Play your cards right. You might have a pet dinosaur, too. Or at least an act at the circus, the dinosaur act. Hello. Ooh, hey. Watch them eat cows. I mm. might watch that. I mean, I could train them to do it's tricks. Dinosaurs. They're pretty big. I mean, how do we get them down? How do you train cool. a dinosaur? I don't know the answers to those things. Getting them down is difficult. Do either of you have any magic that can make things float? Mm, small things, yes. Oh, oh, small things. I haven't learned that trick yet, but I have heard stories of of magic casters who summon spells from their blood being able to do such a thing. But that's far above my pay grade. Do you have a pay grade? Yes, it's E4. <laughs> okay. Well, they seem happy enough in there now that they've been fed. Um, mm. I guess we can come back and check on them later. Yeah, they seem to be hanging out, just waiting having fun eating what they're eating hmm at the very least we could let them go before we leave well at the very least but so they I can like plummet the to their death well if we can get them down i do like the idea of, of having them in an act that sounds great mm, we would need a better ramp i'm sure we can figure it out don't yes. we need to i think this downstairs is cleared do we go to the second floor now yeah let's go up mm. Yes. Now, I remember that we were given a hint about the second floor, but mm -hmm. all I can remember is it had something to do with a rune. There are binding runes on the second floor. That is what I recall noting. Okay, we'll have to keep an eye out for those. I actually made the name of the dinosaur wrong. Oh. Pinosaurus. Is, is there a picture and a name? Well, the name was was wrong. The picture's correct. That's what they look like. They're sort of... Pan uh, Panacosaurus? Yeah, Panacosaurus. It looks like an Ankylosaur. It looks yeah. like an Ankylosaur. Yeah. Did they rename it since... A lot of dinosaurs yeah. got renamed since I remember. Yeah, yeah. They're pretty They're pretty uh, beefy. 
meaty. They're like walking tanks with a mace as a tail. They're pretty cool. Yeah, it looks like an ankylosaur. All right, so they seem to be sedated. Um, yeah, everything on this floor is dead and stinky. All right, well, let's soldier on, shall we? I think mm. we should. Yes, it might be wise to assume things upstairs know something is afoot, considering everyone down here is no longer active. So where are our light sources? We have one on Atron, Ahara, and on Darius? Yeah. Okay. Are we just jumping to the stairs? Yep. Jump to the stairs. Bounce with me. All right, let's head up. Atron, are you going to be okay in the back? Yes. All right, if anything happens, you call out. I'll, I'll, I'll come get you. Mm. I would prefer to be in the back rather than have Hap in the back. Okay. Just be careful. I will try not to get dissolved and digested. Was that a joke? I am trying. Yes. <laughs> okay. It, it, was, it was okay. I had one last night about assuming dark mists that might necrotize our flesh and turn our skin inside out, but that didn't seem appropriate. Ohara See? just stares and blinks and then turns on the spot and walks away. <laughs> I was right. Atron will follow upstairs. Alright, we go upstairs. Trying to keep a uh, 10 to 15 foot distance. Time to play Inside Out Flesh. You have to go up a fairly steep staircase and it's it's almost smooth. Now I'll say you can all take your time Almost as if you could take 10, even though that doesn't exist anymore. But I find that's kind of silly if you're going to be doing something like climbing upstairs. So as long as you take your time and don't go too crazy, I think you'll be fine. So you go up the stairs, and it's probably a good 100 feet up. And perfectly straight ramp up. Doesn't twist or turn in any direction. And let's bring you to floor number two. So there you are, and you uh, you see it finally opening up to a hallway. Dun, dun, dun. What do you do? Hallway going north and south. Maha, do you wish to scout again? Uh, sure. Mahara will, hmm, then I won't have my staff with me, and I like the way you make it glow all purple. Mm, I can if you wish, but that will make you quite visible. I don't know, let's just... Let's just stick together. Okay, then I will cast it. And how I'm clean is this hallway? It's spotless. I mean, it, these hallways are as clean as um, they're they're totally spotless. So sure enough, you can smell foulness everywhere. Mm. Oh, great. Uh, before Ahar moved away, Adaran would have just touched uh, her staff and said "fiend," and a violet glow would have come up around it, granting cool. light. Okay. As Darius and Alhara go into the hallway, unlike the first floor, which was fairly quiet, this floor, you can tell there's a large room to the north and a large room to the south. The room to the north, you can hear grunting and, like, just sort of, I don't know, maybe conversation. It's just sort of grunting and almost, like, arguing. And coming from the south, you hear moaning, like... Oh, I don't know. Undead monstrosities moaning. Oh, you should be careful. We'd uh, like Ahara's... to face the grunts or the moans. 
Ohara is going to use the scout action regardless of which direction they go. Yeah, which action do I want to use? I go back to investigate again. So scout is just letting you do... Scout's being on the aware for like creatures in danger and such, so that it gives everyone in the party a plus one bonus to initiative. Ooh. Okay. Ooh. Investigates the recall knowledge as you go and pick up clues kind of thing. As Alhara is walking to the north, she sees kind of off in the distance, and plus your light is giving you away, there are some Zolgaths up there. And they so. they are like, because they, they see your light. Oh, yeah. It's, it's pitch black here. So. Gotcha. Wonder what that means. I wonder if that means it's time to. Roll for combat. Is that what that means? That's what that means. So everyone gets a plus one. Let's see, right? Well, oh, look at that. Otteron goes up to an eight. Woo! Ties with the, the bile breaker. And he loses it. Hap goes to a 14 and ties with the Bile Baker and loses it. And then the first one still goes, so nothing changed. So but the monsters always go first. Yeah, they always win. They Unless win you have a feat that says otherwise. That's interesting. It is they interesting. They always win the tie. But basically by scouting, it means we can break ties, right? So we yeah. can go one above them. So it's still worth it. Right. You would break a tie if, if, if possible. Still so, worth it. Yes. So... Uh, once again, you can't really see these creatures, but you can hear them, and they see you, and they, uh, let's see, one of them kind of wanders over a little, sees you all, and this, unlike the other Zolgaths you've seen, this one is lovely in terms of disgustingness. It has neck bulges and folds with scaled flesh that extend almost almost to its shoulders. And it seems to be covered in glands and pustules with bile seeping out of this thing. It looks just absolutely repulsive. Yeah. Uh, I gotta punch them. Ugh. So it looks like if you took uh, a vat of boils and a Zolgath and mixed them together, that is what you get. So it's it's just lovely. You, you just lovely. So I'm excited. Yay. The first one sees you, and when he sees what you are, he's like ah, and he starts screaming, "Alarm! Alarm! Alarm!" Like uh, 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 was it Ataran? You can speak. Uh, draconic or undercommon right i can speak undercommon okay so you hear there's he's screaming alarm so you're like oh that ain't good goes over here goes over here it's getting closer and closer to you let's see how close he is how close is he you gotta do a little bit of measuring close enough oh no oh yes give me the good old fortitude save just alhara and darius oh 27 for Darius, 28 for Alhara. Although you are hit in the face with a brand new foulness. Ugh. This one uh, is not this nearly... Is a, this is a brand new smell. Excellent. <laughs> it's like, wow, that's, that smell is unlike the last one we saw before. So these Zonkasts all have different incredibly terribly smells. Yes. Oh, and, what a treat. Mm, pheromones. And Diversity. He, he, he runs back? 
He actually basically saw you, ran up to you, seemed to go, and like did a general oh fart in your direction, and then ran farted away. in a general direction. Wow, well, so mature. I have a very new respect for that creature. Alhara is up. You so go. since he stealth, yeah. <laughs> oh god, since stealth is out the window, I think uh, running forward with a zini yell is the best second choice. Well, you're up, so you get to agree. We get to find out what you do. All right, so Alhara is going to run up into the room, 30 feet ahead, uh, shout out, oh, there's three of them, uh, as she swings her bow staff toward the closest one. You also notice one on the ground dead to the northwest behind oh, there them. There is. Do I see this this circle like yes. on the floor? Yes. That's weird. You see a large half circle of gl glowing runes on oh. the floor. There's a lot going on uh, in this little area where you just ran into... It's like a big room, but yeah, there's like these three Zolgaths in there all clustered together, that other one on dead beyond the runic, I don't know, quarter circle, whatever that is. Gosh, this place. Uh, you hit, you swing and easily hit with a 25, do five points of damage, and, cool. and uh, the fart did not work. Part did not work. I got one more action left, and that is going to be to swing this staff back and forth in front of me, spinning it rapidly for a parry. Darius is up. All right. Let's see how we do this. Let me get my measurement stick out. Excuse me while I whip this out. Is that what you just said? Well, no, I'm getting the, I'm getting the, the roll 20 ruler. Dirty oh, lines. got it. Okay, I'm going to have to essentially... Oh, wait. I have... Do I have 40 feet of movement when I'm not in mountain stance. That's I'm right. Say that's correct. Monk stuff. Darius bolts forward. Oh and god. Is now in range of these stinky the new stinks. The new stinks <laughs> on the block and he will take the mountain stance. And then a flurry of blows the the blue dotted Zulgath bile bearer. Yes. The blue. I am gonna regret punching these things. No, you won't. Well, here's a crit. Do you regret it? I mean, I just feel they're gonna explode on me. <laughs> you did twenty point of damage. If you want, <laughs> we can gosh. undo it. We can no. re rewind it. Go, whoa, whoa, whoa. No, no, wow. no, no. I mean, I sure? feel this this can be some vengeance. Uh, that was strike number one. Okay, it's you punch him, and punching him just. A cavalcade of pustules explode, <laughs> yes. and you have vivid memories of popping pimples when you were a teenager. Oh, gross! Except now they're all over your arm, and you're covered in bile. Zolgath bile. Oh, <laughs> nice. Do I take damage drop to make a save? No. Not yet. Dr. Darius so bile popper. Second shot is a miss, but it that has to make a, a DC 20 stunning strike save that's right, that's right. Oh, critical fail no. enjoy having no actions next round Woo. look i got new icons look i gave him the woo 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 i see it <laughs> with the googly Ooh. eyes the googly eyes he's like oh i can't do anything i'm totally uh incapacitated woo, woo, woo. this is awesome. disgusting alhara this is disgusting yeah i'm gonna stay way back over here and do you have anything left that's it i'm out i'm done for the round Okay, the orange one goes, sees Darius, and decides, time for a little lunch. Walks over to you, and then gives you 
a big old kiss with his jaws. Mwah. 18. Miss. Okay. And then he tries to uh, claw you. 18. Mmm. Still a miss. Man, the miss miss. Hap's up. Hap hears it, but she's still in the stairwell. Like, she's like, what is going on? I'm missing all the action. Yeah, I don't see a darn thing. So with my first action, I'm going to start stepping up. Uh, let's see what I can see. That line of sight really messes you up. Because you're just sitting there. You're like, I don't even know what's going on. Yeah, okay. So this is 25 feet. So that's one action for me. Let me measure two things. Looks like the nearest enemy is 45 feet away. But I know these guys be stankin'. So stankin'. So from this position, what I'm going to do is I'm going to kind of focus real hard and make my next spell be a reach spell. And I will use my last action to elemental toss a little bit of fire at that closest Zolgath. Okay. Ooh, can I hit with 26? 26 on the brown one, is that correct? Yes. You hit 12 points of damage. Okay. All oh, right. and now Alhara and Darius get the roasting smell oh. of bile, but cooked with enfamble. If you enfamble, this yeah. is getting worse. It is getting worse. Gross. Ew. Gross. Gross. How would you like a spoon? Oh, are you done? That's oh, three actions. Here comes the bile breaker. He walks over to Darius and decides to do the same thing. Darius, you're surrounded. Jaws. Oh, oh, does a 20, 20 hit you? Yes, Nat it does. 20. 18 points of damage as he takes a big Ow. bite out of crime. I mean, a big bite out of Darius. Oof. And here comes the fun part. You can feel the bile seeping into your bloodstream. Fortitude save, buddy. Oh, 19. Uh. Not, a, not a great one. Not a great one. Oh, no. But you succeed. So no poison for you. Whew. And then, you know what? He's so excited. He's just going to do it again. 24. <gasps> oh, my gosh. Even at a minus five. 11 points of damage hits you. Give me a fortitude save for more poison. 18. Uh -oh. oh, you're okay. You're okay. okay, okay. <laughs> you're like, you're like, oh, is that you are just covered in pus and bile and smoky goodness. Atron's up. Atron, man, I don't know what's going on up there, but Hap and you are like, it's so funny. You guys are so far behind, so far back. You're, you're, you're doing everything in your power to stay totally away from this, I can tell. This is my prime range. Oh, Atron's getting a little too close. 30 feet. That's the magic number. Give it's me the number. save. As you, you walk in, you're like, oh, now I have to be 30 feet to cast my spells, but then I'm also in the stinking range. I'm trying <laughs> to see if I even need to go that far. I'm only trying to be 30 feet within Darius. So, and... Atron would hug a wall. So Atron would go... Uh, no, I want to be within 30 of a creature, don't I? So, yeah. No. Nope. It's just a smell. A little smell never hurt no one, right? Yeah, you gotta deal with it. 
All right. Yep. So go in there. So I need a fortitude save. Yep. Fortitude save. 13's a failure, I bet. 13's a failure. You are... Wow. Interesting. You are second one, and you take a five-foot penalty to your speeds for the rest of this round. And it smells so bad that you're going to have a minus two to wretch this up. Thanks. It's a smell that kind of stays with you. Oh, so there we go. Second one. I gave you a little second icon. Look at that. It's nice. Thank you. So Atron moves up and then immediately extends their arms out as Black Raven uh, feathered wings appear. And as they cross their arms, the feathers go flying and wrap around Darius, who gets fast healing four for four Whee! rounds. We'll start next round. Thank you. Um, and then Atron will use the cover action with uh, this corner wall. I'm boosted. Okay, the one that was stunned is just standing there like <laughs> with stars <laughs> right, and like Pictures little... Pictures of Darius bird. around his head, flying, like swimming through the air around his head. Yeah, that's right. Instead of birds, Instead of birds. pink elephants, he's, or stars, it's Darius. And Darius is he's doing the little like like tweeting his arms like he's flying. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. used to do exactly. In the money cartoons. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Exactly five people got that joke. Uh, Alhara is up. Oh my gosh. All right. So I'm up and we are, there's a lot of Zolgaths here. All right. So the first thing I think we need to do is I need to get into a more advantageous position. So I'm going to attempt to tumble through uh, the Zolgath uh, just north of Darius. This is the one on Alhara's right. The brown one. The brown one. Okay. You can do that. Oh, Atron would have also said they called out Alam. That is what they were saying. We better make quick work of them then before there's more. Uh, 29 versus its reflex DC. 29 versus reflex. You uh, you succeed, but not critically. Oh, wow. That's that's pretty crazy. All right. So I'm uh, going to come over here. And so now I'm in a nice flank still with reach. Uh, and this thing is flat-footed to me, so I'm going to go ahead and swing the bow staff at that brown one. You're going to go that close to the uh, glowing runes? I'm not crossing them, but I am standing quite close to them. Uh, does a 16 against its flat-footed armor class hit? You're oh, pretty close. You're pretty close to them. We'll see what the happens. shiny candy-like runes. You hit eight points of damage. Oh, fantastic. Uh, then I'm going to swing again. Okay. Uh, I like this range. Ooh, another 16 for 9 points of damage. Ooh! 16 for 9? Oh, my lordy. Yeah. Swinging around, hitting him twice. I do drop my parry for this, but I got a lot of damage in. I'm feeling good about it. He He's almost dead. He's not, he's not looking good. Mm-hmm. And meanwhile, since you're 10 feet away and you're hitting him with a stick, yeah, Darius... Him. Is just getting covered in dust. <laughs> like you're like ooh, ooh. you're like hitting uh-huh. back and forth, uh-huh. and it's going all uh-huh. over because Darius is uh-huh. surrounded by three of them. Three of them. <laughs> oh, brother, you stink! You need to take a shower. Gross. You're covered I'm, in bile. I, I, you're I have, have to dead. burn me. What is going on? You are you're in bad shape, man. Uh, first things, I take four healing points from this spell. Is that correct? Yeah. Yep, four points. You gain four. 
Okay. Um, let's get to punching. I will give a bit of a flurry here to first one to the one to my north. The one Alhara has been clobbered. Pounding. Pounding like a wolf. That doesn't work. Oh, no. 25 to hit. 12 damage. You literally <laughs> punched through its chest, and now your entire arm uh, is just covered in blood and gore and pus. And then I strike the one next to it. <laughs> oh, Lord. This is turning out Great. to be a disaster. No, no, that was that was all tactics. That was like, take that one down before it gets a chance to go again. Oh, like I'm like, I got it. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's another wave. There's like wave after wave oh after wave. You know what I just saw last night? I just saw the uh, Monty Python's Meaning of Life. You uh, are, oh, no. You I'm are the, the guy. You're the waiter in the restaurant. <laughs> you are just covered <laughs> Uh, that's covered. action number one. Yes. Action number two. I'm gonna just battle medicine myself. Might even need you to do a flat check to see if you can get it out because your hands are just covered <laughs> in gore oh, and goo and blood. Those out. are not sanitary. I know. He's like, I'm gonna pull out my sanitary tools here. Do a Hail Mary punch to the Zolgath to my left. Okay. Zolgath to the left. Nope. And finally, finally a miss. Are you done? I am now done. Caked in goo. Hap is up. All right. Um, I don't really have any reason to do anything fancy. I'll spend one action to prepare to cast this spell. And then I'll use two actions to arc a produce flame over that last Zolgath. Can you reach him? With reach spell, I can. 60 feet. Oh, dip. Nice. That, that is the worthless feat that you took. I cannot believe how much mileage I'm getting out of it. I was debating. Do I really want to take reach spell? I use it so much. Oh, I'm sure that 13 will strike him just right. A 13 will completely miss. Very well. Anything else? That's three actions. All oh, right, because the reach takes an action. All right. The Zolgath goes. Sees his two buddies dead. Decides to do one thing. And in your face does a putrid blast. Two action uh, putrid blast. That sounds horrible. You get covered. It's going to be great. Yet more goo yeah. and poison. And don't worry about it. I'm sure it'll come out on the wash. Give me a fortitude save. So gross. 27. Oh, I really wanted you to fail that because it would have been funny. More critically fail it because it basically does stunning strike only to you. Oh, oh that would have been funny. It's like now stunning strike is on you, sucker. All right. And then it's going to, that's right. You get to do your thing. Run away! Uh -huh. Run away! He's screaming alarm the whole time, by the way. Oh, no. to hit. 12 you hit, damage. You hit him. It wasn't a crit, right? So it keeps no. it gets to keep going. Well, he's going to run down the hallway screaming the whole time. Alarm! 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 Dang. Doesn't get very far, though. 
That's wrong. What you gonna do? Do you have an image for them outside of just the icon? Uh, yeah. I'd love to see it just because I'm looking at the face and on the icon. <laughs> uh, oh. I don't like it. <laughs> look! Look at the dagger. You see the da- everything's oh, covered. I don't like in, it. Wow! Everything's covered in green. Oh my gosh! Bile. Everything. It's like yeah. It's like okay. So it's like a skinny lizard person with an almost skull skull like face and a really short snout and like and fish frills. Yeah, like reddish fish frills coming off of like bluish gray skin. But there's just pustules of like greenish yellow like, yeah like a frog kind of hanging yeah like a, like a, wa- a th- swollen waddle yeah Ugh. a big old swollen waddle of just grossness and then there's just like snot and bile dripping from its mouth I'm getting sick. Uh, this thing is this thing is horrible probably uh, delicious horrible it, it clearly is just having an allergic reaction clearly well, Atron, what are you going to do? This thing's running away. It's running Stop down the it. hallway, screaming. Atron is going to move up beneath you, Darius. You lose five feet of movement. Oh, that's in. true. Oh, it came into play. All right, let me let me count that out to make sure. Who knew? Aha, I can still do it. I just won't be next to Darius. I'm sure that won't bite me in the butt later. Atron will move there and say, Arula Voldek. And... Send a piece of something? Well, that's a funny thing. Actually, good call. Is there There's, even anything I could no, throw? No, the place is spick and span. Yeah. Totally clean. These creatures I, have knives, I thought, and weapons. I could no? just say that, yeah. You oh, yeah. just take something off of one of the dead creatures. Oh, yeah. That if is. they have a knife, I'll throw its yeah, parent it's knife. Oh, All right. But that's cool. Point, Atron realizes... Maybe they should carry around like a small bag of stones or something yeah. in case they are also. I've thought about it. Yeah, because they're yeah. they're My in this, sling like, bullets. Yeah, seriously, they're in this like super clean environment where there's like no debris. <laughs> it's quite funny. Uh, yeah, Good sure. You point. Can do that. All right, telekinetic strike or projectile at a minus one. Minus one for seventeen. The minus one was the Aww. difference between hitting and missing. You just miss it. You're like, if I wasn't sick, I probably could have hit that. Arulavodic. Yeah. Arulavodic. Alhara is up. Olivioso. Oh, my gosh. All right. So. Unlike the last joke I did, everyone got that one. Uh-huh. Um, so Alhara is going to move down uh, closer to this thing uh, where it's running away and she knows that she's got to trip it up so that it can't get any further. And that is exactly what she's going to do. Reaching out with her bow staff, she is going to attempt a trip attack against it. No. Because I already have panache, I get an extra plus one, although a 20 total is probably not going to do it. Against its... Is it reflex or fortitude? I forget. That is against its reflex DC. Yeah, it's like I can never remember the trip. Um, trip is the trip is the weird one. So it's it's against reflex because you're really just trying to get it in under its legs and get some leverage before it has a chance to move. Well, that one makes sense. Just some of the other times, some it's it's one thing about Pathfinder too. I find is that some of the saves don't make sense, which makes sense. Otherwise, every single save is going to be against reflex, like. It, it, yeah. it's, so they made they kind of said ah we'll just give a whole bunch to fortitude 
you fail. You try to trip it, but it jumps over it like a hopscotch. Dang it. Darn. It's getting away. Ah, boy. Uh, well, if we can't do that, at least we can try to whack it on the back of the head, I suppose. Because we know its AC is pretty low. Alright, there's my third action. Second attack at a minus five. That minus five really hurt. Fourteen is my total. Yeah, darn it. Alright, and I'm done. Darius. Oh, Darius. You <laughs> you are... I, I, it's like, it looks like I've been on Nickelodeon's old show. Oh. Uh, tr- uh, uh, you can't do that on television? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I got gacked. Yeah. Jeez. What was Very it well. you couldn't say on that show or else you'd get slimed? I don't know. I forgot. Yeah. No, exactly. I don't know. I don't know. Because I yeah. don't know. And if yeah. you said, oh. I don't know, or you then if you said water, then water spilled on you. Yeah. All right. I loved uh, it when they would trick <laughs> guests. It was great. So you uh, don't forget. But there's yes. a little heart on you. You got to remember to heal yourself. Oh, yeah. My four points. Yes. And then make that heart into a two. That's what I do. I bring it down uh, one round. So you remember. I don't know how around. to change that heart number. Click on, roll your cursor over the heart, and then type okay. the number two. And that's how you can put numbers on any of your... your oh, numbers. that's cool. Yeah. Uh, uh, first move is to... First action is to move. Second action is flurry of blows. Oh, no. Falling stone strike number one. Crunch! Oh, no. 26 to hit eight points of damage. The damage. Second strike. More bile floating on your face. Uh... Oh, credit yeah, Fine, fine. Uh, and uh, I'll do the Hail Mary, why not? Yaha! Miss! Does he do the save? But he has to do the save. You gotta remember it. You almost forgot it. You almost no, forgot my it. My turn wasn't over. I like to say it. Oh, he made it. He's fine. Man, this guy's good. Oh, he's gonna get away! Half, Jeez! Half gonna, I get to hit him again if he does. He's got a little close. Fight him up another fart blast on you. Oh, no. Hop, help me from the forts. Well, I can't even <laughs> see him, so I'm just going to start moving uh, to regroup with our allies. You better move up, Hap's like, she's so far away, she can't actually see what's happening. Hap, save me, save me from this creature. With the gear. All right, so I did one action to move forward. I only have two actions left. Uh, there are no combinations of actions that will allow me to attack that Zolgath. Well... Without oh that's true even getting to reach again yeah mm, no that's an action I only have two left but what I can do is you may not like it but I can use my last actions to seek for threats since they did call alarm I'm wondering if there might be some others old gaths running towards us that's actually a good idea wow you see squirrels swarming well I kill them okay well it's it's, it's gonna run away let's see if you can do your thing. Do All it, right. Darius. Stand still. Here we go. Alarm! 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 He's screaming. He's screaming. He's screaming. Oh, 28. Oh, 28. And guess what? That's a critical yeah. hit. Oh, yeah. 20 oh. damage. Ooh. Oh, nice. Dies before you can actually do anything. Now, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Hap is next to the dead ones. I have to think that they still smell even when they're dead. I it's thought it was a supernatural stink. That's funny. That's interesting. Stink yeah. or natural? They don't really uh, classify them anymore. They don't classify that anymore. Yeah, it's it's it just says it's an aura. 
and that's it. I would I can, say. Yeah. But if they're dead, do they still have an aura? Sure. Uh, well, yeah, still stink. Yeah, they still stink. It's an aura olfactory aura, which means you know what? Have give me the fortitude save. Now the thing is, it doesn't matter anymore. But we're just gonna do it for fun. Oh, for fun. Okay. For fun. You know, for kids. Yeah. And now. Ooh, critical. I got a critical success. Yeah. I like the smell. I think it's actually quite pleasant. You know, this one's not actually as bad. I feel like you could make a nice perfume out of this. Well, I think you are nice. smelling my component pouch hat. <laughs> I don't know about nice, but you can make a thing. Okay, they're dead. Um, you heard alarm going off. Darius has two more rounds of heal, and he's covered in goo, and Acheron is sick. What do you do? Did that just rhyme? Acheron's got gonna... Two more... Do I have two more rounds of the heal, that, right? Yes. Yep. So I'm just going to give myself eight. Atron's going to take a look at the runes in the corner, which presumably have caused the death of the other Zolgas that's inside. But yeah, Atron wants to take a look at the runes quickly. This large rectangular room has an arc of faintly glowing runes on the floor to the northwest. The east side of the room contains a battered Zolgath corpse slumped against the wall. Well, in this case, it's actually the west side of the room. It's not the east side. So, yes, you see this Zolgath slumped against the wall, dead, next to the other three that you also killed. And you can detect magic coming off of this. Hap can tell that this is conjuration magic coming from these runes. They seem to be etched right into the stones themselves and seem to be quite potent. Maybe we should ruin these runes? They seem to be able to conjure something. Can I make a check to better understand them? Yeah, sure. Uh, Arcana? I'll do it for you. Sure. Oh, that's a good check. Hatron is looking at the circle and realizes that this is a circle of summoning, but it doesn't allow summoned creatures to pass across the runes. So why they did this, you have no idea, but it looks like it either kept summoning creatures in or it kept summoning creatures out. Why mm. it's here and what it did, you don't know, but that's what it does. I feel like we know exactly what this was for. They worship, what, a demon? Mm-hmm. So who do you think they want to talk to, but not get eaten by? Devils. Atron yeah. would say the runes here are summoning runes. They keep summoned creatures from passing it. So I would expect Eridan or whoever they had working here perhaps had mm, some sort of advisory summon the creatures that they would bring in to talk to. I yes, doubt they all hid on one side and then summoned them in to do things. Unless How did that um, Zulgath die one, in one, circle? One thing real quick. This is old. Like, yeah. as old as the tower. Because it's part of the stone. New. Yeah, it's it, this thing is yeah. ancient. Yeah, that's why Atron's referring to Aridin specifically. Um, it is maybe malfunctioning, and that's what happened to that Zulgath. I don't think we should try crossing ourselves, but it might be a good opportunity should you wish to try to push something across them in another place. Did that Zulgath on the other side of the runes die of some sort of magical energy effect? 
Can you tell? I am not as good with. I don't know. Can I tell that from like you know ten feet away? Let me see if I can drag it out of there. And Alhara is going to try and use her bow staff, yeah, to catch on some of its rags or something, and and then haul it out. Maybe if I get over here, I'll have enough. No, you you can you can do it. You can do it. So you can drag it out. Guess you're just ignoring that this guy went screaming through the hallway saying alarm. Okay. No, no, we're not ignoring. No, we know. Keeping an eye out. Scout action just to keep an eye out for. Oh, okay. So Hap is out looking around. Well, I'm I'm actually not going to move out. I'm just going to stand here and use the scout action. Atron kind of wants them to funnel through the doorway, so. Well, yeah. is uh, is Atron doing anything about their sickened, or are you just going to keep being pukey? Um, if I feel like the smell has died enough that retching would help, then Atron will kind of retch to the side to try. Yeah, I mean, you can just keep retching until you get it up. I mean, All right, I'll just yeah. say that eventually you get it up, because it's just over and over again. Yeah, since since the rune talk is done and they're looking at the body, Atron will just kind of turn to the side and try to he- dry heave and, you know, yeah. get will, rid of whatever bile is in their nose. We'll also carefully drag the other Zolgath back in here so we just have a pile of these gross pussy ones. I think you guys are going to have to start making fortitude saves against Darius, by the way. Uh, uh, well, I want to use medicine on the on the one that uh, Alhara drug out of the circle. Darius, come here first. Let me clean you up. Oh, please, God, yes. Okay, I'm just going to use my hands like blow dryers of prestigitation and just go up and down, just just squeegeeing the gross off of Darius. Oh, thank you very much. That's way better. And uh, how did this one die? Can I tell? Yes, it looks like it's fairly recently dead, and it was punched to death, bludgeoned to death. Oh, that's that's usually my MO. I wonder if they summon something in there with it. Yeah, are they like huge, like bloody fist marks, or... Mm, looks like the type of thing you would do. Mm, it was uh, bludgeoned to death. Mm, that is strange. Perhaps it disagreed with them. Your evil twin, Sweerad, is here. Be on the lookout. Ah, oh, Sweerad. Once again, we meet, Sweerad. I thought the Alhara was your twin? She is. Not my twin. Not twins. Oh. We're just siblings. Oh. But if I were to have an evil twin, his name would definitely be Sweerad. How many years apart are you? Two. You know, you ask a question like that, that... that characters would know what the players have to look up i'm so sorry i feel it's like a two or one and a half i feel like we're gonna pause the show so i can look this shit up <laughs> i feel like we're not <laughs> i'm so sorry no right, no you started right it. along we're not so yeah so something punched this thing to death you don't know what it's nice and clean four years but interesting Inside of the summoning circle, it's much dirtier in there. Can we make a t-shirt for Sweerad and it's just Darius's picture, but with inverted colors? And a black curly mustache? Yeah. Sure. Um, hmm, dirtier in there. I guess the cube never crossed it. Perhaps the cubes were summoned in then, yes. Hmm. Maybe if it was only those runes used. were downstairs in the hallway. If only. Uh, it could have been used to keep them out, I guess. Oh, maybe they is were this... stored there at times. So, question about this room: Is there anything along this, like north, uh, was it northwest wall, where the rooms are protecting it, and it's all filthy? 
Wait, oh, the northwest wall? Yeah, behind the runes, essentially. Is there, like, anything notable? Is there a balcony, an opening, a door? Yes. There's something special about these. Oh. I mean, that's why we got a note about runes. Oh. You notice a seam. Ooh, a horror. There's a secret door right there. In the northwest corner. Go Ahara. Alright. Uh, dare we cross these runes? I mean, we're not summoned. There's no danger to us, right? Oh, we should Atron. be safe. Atron, what does it mean if we cross these runes? Are any of you secretly summoned into this world? Not that I know of. I hope not. Well, then you will probably be fine. It's not like anything strange is happening in this tower we can't explain. Oh, <laughs> I'll go first. Alhara is going to Did carefully... you laugh? I have succeeded. Alhara is going to carefully step just over the line. Now she's going to just step over the line. I think you stepped yeah. over the line a long time ago. That ship moved. Snap. Not or that line. Or whatever. Oh, ships. I like the, the, okay, the mere fact that I'm still wearing a shirt in this heat with no air conditioning shows you that I'm not stepping over the line, okay? <laughs> you're stepping over the line and your foot is fine. Explodes. Oh, okay. We're fine. Oh, yeah. That. Over. yeah. Oh, look at that. You're dancing on the other side. There's like dirt dancing and everything. You're like, wow, look, this is fine. dirt. I, almost I mean, it's just dirt. It. it cleans up. All right, let's uh, let's check out this door and make sure it's not trapped and uh, try to open it. Hap, can you clean one of these daggers for me from the bile creatures? Of course, just hold it out and I'll clean it. Oh, yeah, the uh, bile creatures have daggers on them. That's it. Mm. Two daggers each. Ataron takes one. We could tell from the artwork. They were holding daggers. That's right. Uh, let's see. Yeah, you see a door. It does not appear to be trapped. What do you do? Uh, I'm going to open it. Hey, you guys You guys want to come up here just in case something scary yeah, jumps out I'm of right me? here. I'm kind of afraid mm -hmm. of this line of runes, though. You open it, and there's a little hallway. Look at that. It's an itty-bitty little teeny-tiny hallway, ten feet wide to the west. Jeez, this is small. Is there anything in here? Nope. What? Is there a double secret door in there? I don't know. There's, it just ends. Uh, Let's know. look for a double secret door. Uh, yeah, yeah. Can I put my arm across the runes? Is there no trouble with that? Yeah, you're fine. Okay. Uh, Alvaro doesn't see it, but Darius sees it. Darius is like, oh, I oh, see it. Wait, wait, wait. I was minute. afraid of these there's, runes. There's another... let, me, let me show you, Alhara. Okay. I found it. I see it. You see no it. First yeah. Are you going to go first? Yes, yeah, do you know where it is? It. No, he goes right through it. You don't even oh, let geez. me pull it off. You cheater. Hold on. Go back. No, go ahead. <laughs> I, I, I was trying. I didn't know if it was north or south. Oh, yeah. oh, there you go. Thank you. Look, there it is. The secret other side. Hmm. The room not unlike this one. Does it also stink in here? This looks exactly like the chamber you were kind of in, except you see a hallway to the south. And you see a fair amount of dirt way to the west. And it looks like the other half of the summoning circle from you can, which you can tell. Come on, let's go. Pull, All right. Pull. Stop. Crap. <laughs> Happen, Ataron. Are you doing anything else? Are you moving? I'm just using... I mean, maybe I will. But since you said stop, I kind of want to wait and see what happens first. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> okay. To see, we... I guess Ataron would just be behind Hap. Cowards. Don't worry about it. It's not mm. that bad. 
Oh gosh. It's really bad. Yeah, Explosions! Are you ready? Someone summoned into this and then we can't get out, maybe? Oh no. Oh, it's way worse than that. Roll for combat! <laughs> You've been listening to Roll for Combat, Three Ring Adventure, a Pathfinder actual play podcast. If you have a question or comment for the show, please visit us at rollforcombat.com. You can also find us and play various games on our Discord channel at discord.rollforcombat.com. been listening to Roll for Combat. Until next week, always remember if the GM asks, are you sure? You're already dead.